Hello and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. And I am thrilled to say for the first time in this podcast history, all four of us are in the same room. On today's episode, we have to be pretty honest. We're feeling a bit all over the place after a very long, long weekend. So it's going to be a bit more casual, a little bit different to um, how we usually do things. And yeah, we're just going to have a bit of fun with it. And we hope you do too. So chicks, before we get into the show, how was everyone's weekend? Weekend was fabulous. We went to the Easter show on Friday uh, and it was so fun, which I think Marley and Georgia are going to add into. But I just want to give a quick shout out to Nan and Nans everywhere because it seems to be a general theme that they provide the goods on Easter Sunday. And uh, our Nan had sent little envelopes with us uh, up to Newcastle and there were little lint eggs in there and also some cash. It's all about that. Nan's cash so good. money. Cash money. But yeah, I, I had such a fun weekend. We were in Nui, um, we partied and yeah, fun times. Off the back of the Easter show chat, the athleticism of a wood chopper is severely underrated in this country. We do not I the fact that I don't know the names of us some of our world champion wood choppers is an insult. And we watched it's the first time I've ever yeah, watched actually, wood chopping. Yeah, it's the first time we've watched yeah. it. Yeah. We actually watched the um wood soaring. Well, it was in the wood Georgia. chopping arena. No, but I'm just trying to make it clear for the listeners. Wood chopping is one thing and wood sawing is another. Do you and think on Friday at the show we watched single-handed? Yeah, we did. She's 45 right. She's right. Saw. I don't know, but Jeez. it was amazing. Potentially 145 millimetre, actually. <laughs> Please don't fact check me. Such a good weekend. I bloody love Newcastle. Um, Shout out to Newcastle. It is just such a good town. Already, The girls already know. I want to live there. Um, I told a few of the bartenders at different pubs that I was I actually noticed that. I was fully telling them. <laughs> I'm going to move here. They're I, like, okay, cool. Yeah. And they were like, cool. Oh, oh, one guy was like to me, oh, what's your name? And I was like, Marley. And he's like, oh, cool. I'll remember your face. I'm like, oh, I'm embarrassed now. But also like, back it. You watch this time next year. I'll be living there, being a surfer, hanging out. With no, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. <laughs> You'll be living there. Okay. Everyone there is so friendly. Yeah. The service in the cafes and the mm. bars, everyone is so friendly. I also, being from Melbourne, went for an ocean swim for the first time in the longest time. And my God, good for the soul. Yeah. Mm. Recommendation for the week. If you haven't been for an ocean swim lately, find one. Even if you live <laughs> in, in regional it. Australia, drive four hours if you have to. Get in that salt water. Oh, loved it. Loved Newey. First time being there as an adult. Well, like, again, in my conscious memory. Um, it's a great time. I loved it. Party dad. Played hard, didn't do much work. Had a great time. Kills, do you have some feedback from the fans? I do. I've got um two stories this week. First one is from my assistant coach from the national touch team. I played in a month back now, um, Nicholas Good, and I'm sure he'll be really stoked if I brought him up. But I got a message from him during the week that said, "Stop Penrith bashing the potty. We own the West. Get around the pepper." Um, which was some really good feedback that I really appreciated. And I said, I love your enthusiasm. Um, so he, his fiance is Abby Pappenhausen, um, a dear friend of mine who played in that same touch team. And they are very loyal listeners. So just a little thanks to them. But we appreciate the feedback. And I'm sorry for, for Penrith bashing. We love the West. I, West we is best. We, it's because we, we backed bash? the storm. When they burst, when it was and grand Riley final, so. yeah. Well, when it was grand final repeat, we we backed the storm, and he, he wasn't happy about it. But um, they they always message me every week. They Abby goes for a walk every Thursday morning to listen to the potty now. So, 
Very good. A huge call from the fiance of the like the in laws to back in Penrith over Pappy himself. Yeah, yeah. So Ryan is Abby's sister. Um, Abby's sister. sister. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Pappenhausen is Ryan the brother. Pa- Ryan Pappenhausen is Abby's brother. We need to make Abby's that, little brother, younger brother. Um, we need to make that very clear. Firstborn is the best, and like, right? we know this. Yeah, but you disagreed oh. with that. I'm all over the shop, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but also on that point, shout out to Pappy. What an oh. absolute blinder from him. Yeah, four tries, eleven minutes, and conversions. Like you can't. You can't ask for more than that, honestly. With such a beautifully aerodynamic haircut as well. That's my favourite thing about Pat. Yeah, we love, we love the mullet. I mean... Was that all do. your feedback, Yui? Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, the second story. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> you would not be able to guess that we were kicked out. We weren't kicked out. Venues closed at 10pm last night. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. even a late one. Okay. Get it together, kids. Sorry. Um, the second story is about... Um, a young girl that I was speaking to who's in year 12 and uh, she goes with the storm actually, Georgia. Yeah. And she was telling me that at school she tries to like get around the chat about the NRL and the boys are always like, you don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, I like to like talk to my dad about it and I, I value his opinion. So I like listen and go, oh yeah, that's really true. She's like, so then when I try to talk about it at school, I just get shut down. But then she was really excited about the podcast. So that was fun time. That's why we're here. It's yeah. those girls because they, yeah, they deserve to have a voice and, and do those things. Welcome to the conversation. Right? That's all. <laughs> you the real MVP. Now it is time for MVPs where we each award someone who or has given us a bit of joy this week, made us laugh, made us smile or even, yeah, that's what MVPs are. You'd think that after five episodes I'd be able to articulate what MVPs are a little bit better. But Keely, who's your MVP? My MVP is um, a dear mate of mine, Benny Marshke, who debuted for the Sydney Roosters on the weekend, number 1,200. Very exciting. And additional to that, my beautiful best friend, Shiny Howarth, and all the crew that was there that were behind him yelling out. They got some coverage on social media, which was hectic, but it was just a really nice moment. And we walked into um, a venue late last night, perfect timing, just as he was getting pulled on. So it was really exciting. But, yeah, we love debutantes and we love the stories and we love um, just kind of seeing that. Like, you don't have enough to know someone really well to, like, feel emotional and be like, oh, my gosh, this is so nice, like, to watch someone. I mean, we're talking about it today, to watch someone live their dream. Um, they've been, you know, thinking about that since they were little and I think it's just cool to point out. Shout-outs as well to uh, Trenny from The Storm, who was player 212 to debut on Friday night. Big ups. He's been um, in the system for a long time and working really hard, so... Stoked for him to finally get the run on. And he had a blinder, like a try assist or like in in the play of the try. It's a great game. Uh, my MVP was another debut. Um, this week it was Jackson Torpene for the Bulldogs. Not the result we wanted and a hard game to debut in. But uh, 10 minutes into the game there was an injury. So he got chucked in real early, had to play 70 minutes. And I think he did amazingly as he sh- would have if he had 10 minutes for play. He's just one of those boys. He'll be going far. So... Watch out for him. I think the adrenaline when you're a debutante must be so intense. Well, that's what we were saying about Benny last night. Like he just was involved in every single thing for about the first five minutes. And I was saying to Marley, I think you'd have to be because if you let yourself be still for too long, you'd just get yeah. in your head. Yeah, for 
sure. So, G, tell us who your MVP is. My MVP this week is cartwheels. Shout out to Jeremy Howe from Collingwood for doing a cartwheel on the mark over the weekend. It was uh, fruitless. Is that a word? Yeah. They scored Athletic. Up. Yeah, well, athletic, but it didn't deliver the result he was after because they, <laughs> <laughs> they scored the goal on the siren to win the game. So um, disappointing for him, I'm sure. However, the cartwheel was domestic, majestic. <laughs> oh, sh- short-circuiting again. Short-circuiting all weekend. Um, and on cartwheels, there was another very majestic man in Newcastle over the weekend. There were some pretty hefty lines getting around the venues uh, over the weekend and while we were waiting in the line for the Argyle, a very chirpy bloke on his way out did about five in a row, I reckon, to some pretty hectic cheers from the yeah, crowd. Yeah, the crowd was going wild. The crowd was going wild. He did one and the crowd went off. So he's like, all right, this is my moment. And he took it with both hands and he continued cartwheeling all the way down the street. And Legend. He, did he really get hit by a car at the end? Yeah, yeah. just about. But yeah. that's okay. <laughs> hey, everyone had his back. Yeah. We got him off the road. Yeah. Good times. Uh, cartwheels are in the air. I, do you know I could not do a cartwheel until I was maybe, what, 10 or 11, 12? You know what? That doesn't surprise me. Mum and I, because I got really upset because in primary school all the girls would do heaps of cartwheels on the ovals. Oval, singular, in the back of our school. <laughs> And I could never do it. And I think it's because I'm left-handed and they would step with their other foot forward. Mm. I could it's never also because you're uncoordinated. But m- I got really upset. Mum took me down to the Oval to teach me <laughs> one afternoon. And then yeah. I could do them. Mum used to put like the talcum powder dots on the grass. So it was like hand, hand, foot, foot in a line. That's like because your mum's a PE teacher and she yeah. knows these <laughs> things. But it was like learn cartwheels or die, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> and they're very important. They're very, I don't important think I could do one skills. now. Keely was also stoked with her jeans on Sunday night. She was like, guys, I could do cartwheels in these jeans. <laughs> so it's just a good weekend for cartwheels. Yeah, cartwheels. I, I back that. I want to take I want to do a cartwheel at some point this week. Right? Oh, we'll, we'll be videoing it and it'll yeah. be on, on the story. Yeah, it'll be on, on the story. Keep an eye out. Enjoy my technique. My MVP uh, is seven time world champion, surfer, all round legend, great picker of jeans, beautiful blonde hair. Looks How much like more can you fangirl? Mad shoes. <laughs> Steph Gilmore. <laughs> Yo. Um, so, yes, Sunday afternoon we went to the Knights game at McDonald Jones Stadium, which is a beautiful venue to watch the greatest Great game stadium. of all. Uh, and what was, you know, as much as I enjoyed watching the game, sure, the highlight for me was at halftime seeing Steph Gilmore uh, being interviewed by Joey Johns on the field quite close to where we were sitting. And... Keely and Georgia are both braver than I am because I really get too flustered with these things to go up to people who have celebrity and who I admire. And they were like, let's go and ask her for a selfie. And I was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. So we said, fine. So you're, and we run down to the fence and waited for her. And then Keely's going, you shut up. No, you shut up. No, you shut up. Me and her went back and forth like, okay, I'll do it the first time. You do it the second time. And then they did it. They I saw – so I, I don't know, how, how far back do you reckon I was from you guys, like metres? Like 15 like metres. 15, 15 or so yeah. metres. And I was watching and then sitting with our other friend, Gemma, and um, I, I just didn't think she was going to come over. And then she started slowly moving towards the fence where the girls were. were and I was like, oh, okay, I can't, I can't miss this. I'll have massive FOMO. So I like – and as you can tell by the previous cartwheel chat, I'm not – particularly coordinated so there was a bit of panic in trying to jump 
the two rows of seats to get to the front to then run across to the fence to get in the photo in time. And I managed, managed to do it without falling over. So, um, and we got a photo with her and she was just amazing. And I was really excited about it. She did. And we didn't think Marley was going to make it. So I'm like hand on button, ready to take the selfie of the three of us. And Marley like busts through. She's like, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> and she was a legend for stopping. And oh, surfers are just so cool. She's just such a chiller. She was such a chiller. She was like, yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, thanks. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be a surfer. I th- that's going to be a running theme on this podcast because I'm pretty sure we, we love surfing. Yeah, week. and all weekend we're like, oh. And those are our MVPs. Touchdown! Now we get to a segment that we call Around the Grounds where we talk about some of the headlines from the week from sports media that we can't get out of our brains and we want to talk about. So to kick us off, an absolute beauty that came through the week – the one and only Ash Barty will remain number one for at least another five weeks after she won at the Miami Open in the States. And she has some really cool masks. Did you see that throughout it? So we're also, cool. We're also dancing um, <laughs> while we're doing this because that's what... We love Ash. Yeah. She and, makes us want to dance. And she's just the best. And she, um, yeah, she took out, I'm going to butcher um, this tennis player's name, but Bianca and Drescu. Sorry for my pronunciation, uh, in the final to win the Open. And it's just so amazing. I think that sometimes, you know, because she's not been so lucky in the Aussie Open and that, I don't know, like maybe people doubt her. And I saw a few headlines that were like, oh, Ash fires back at critics, like I deserve to be number one. But it was one of the quotes that I saw. And I just thought she's such a superstar kind of on and off the court. I don't think it's fair to kind of judge her off that one tournament that she hasn't been able to get the chocolates in yet and I was so stoked to see her win. I feel like we pay so much attention and I'm for sure guilty of it to the majors and like I really unless it was Ash competing wouldn't know what's going on in the other cups around so like she's having win after win and we're only looking at what's happening in four of the comps a year. That's where that stuff comes from I feel like. Yeah I agree. I'm sweaty again. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm such a um, victim of head noise. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Kills, I, I reckon, you know, it's not a headline, but it, it's something that's important for us to talk about as a headline in our own lives today for this weekend that's just passed. We've been talking about Sunday scaries. We've been talking about Sunday scaries on a Monday, head noise, the whole bit. And I think it's important for the people to know and understand, what is this? Give us an explanator. Explanator, even. <laughs> explainer. <laughs> Who? I don't, know, I don't know the best way to explain this, so feel free to jump in. But uh, it's more, more so you have a really big weekend. You get to Sunday afternoon, usually around 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Um <laughs> As you know, start, you know, and you kind of are, uh, you know, laying in your bed. You've probably ordered KFC Uber Eats if you're killing. <laughs> your mind started turning to the work week ahead, and you're just a bit. That's what it is. It's, it's knowing the, that works. Yeah, and it's honestly, you just feel fragile. I don't even, and I, sometimes it happens, but I don't even sit there and go, "Oh, I said this last night. Oh, I did this or whatever." I don't well, actually focus yourself. on that. It I ha- do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> speak for yourself, <laughs> Which mate. sometimes I do, but most of the time I'm just like, I'm fragile, and I feel sorry for myself, but like it's self inflicted, so I get over it. Um, takes me the next day to get over it, but yeah, it is that it's that period of Sunday night for 
now it's going to be Monday night. Um, but yeah, you feel sorry for yourself. Shout out to anyone who suffered from head noise on the weekend. Yeah, or we, we've got the you. To come. Yeah, we got you. And um, it's okay. You can DM us if you like. We can talk about our head noise and tell how, us a good story. How, how do how do you combat it? Um, eat shit food. <laughs> I um I'm about watch like what rewatching like my favorites, yeah, my favorite shows. So I'll watch like Rick and Morty. Have a good laugh. And um, usually um, two or three FaceTimes. Yeah, phone a friend. Yeah. It's important. It's so important. <laughs> I've definitely called George's household plenty of times. Once or twice. If you have a housemate or someone that you live with, I highly recommend just jumping into bed and chatting through the night, hey. Also a great ra- remedy. Talk about the good stuff, not the annoying things that you did like I did. Your gratefuls. Your gratefuls. Yes. Go through your ga- gratefuls, always. Really important mm. to go through your gratefuls. Moving, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> this one, Killy and I did both watch when we got home last night, but also shout out to our good friend Beck who sent it in as well. She thought it was an important one to be on the pod. Um, Lyndon Hall is the first Australian female to break four minutes to run 1,500 metres. So she broke the record. What was the pre- – do we know what the previous record was? The previous Aussie record was four minutes, zero seconds, 42 milliseconds. Wow. And, and hers was like 3.59, was 3.59, it? 3.59.67, which she ran that's on insane. Thursday night in Box Hill. Um, so that sets her as number two in the world for this year. Which is awesome. Obviously leading into um, Tokyo as well, that qualifies her, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but – also, if you get a, get a chance, go and watch it because she is powering through. It is, like, so exciting watching yeah. it. And you can see the crowd, like, run and, like, they're getting around and you can hear them. Like, they get real close. I don't, oh, did you really? notice that? Mm. Yeah, like, there's people that are getting around being like, go, 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 because they're all thinking she's going to get there, like, she's going to yeah. make it. And, yeah, it was awesome to watch. Yeah, you got to watch it, Miles, because, like, the pace – is insane. Yeah, yeah. I just like I could run five hundred meters in that time. I could, she'd probably <laughs> beat me over ten meters straight up. Like yeah. she's yeah. running like a decent and at the pace. back end of it, she yeah yeah oh yeah. crazy. I am so excited for the Olympics. Yeah, it's really exciting seeing those things like the local comps and the sort of amateur athletes that we don't usually see coverage of. Those comps starting to pick up now and records being broken as people that run into Tokyo. People trying to qualify in all different sports. It's a good time. Did you guys see the um, Olympics uniform released? Yes, I did see that. Didn't like the basketball one, the female basketball one at all. Oh, bringing back the bodysuit, not I a fan? I did not like it at all. I thought it was weird. <laughs> and I didn't like how the back of it, like it was all one colour. It just looked strange. Keely, did you wear the bodysuit at school yeah, basketball? Yeah, I had to wear a bodysuit. I remember that. And I also had to wear a bodysuit. Body, bodysuit. <laughs> Whoa, short, short circuit. circuit. I had to wear a bodysuit for touch as well. I've had a few. Yeah. And we wore one for netball at school too. Yeah, yeah. I rated them. They were comfy as. Yeah. They didn't look that good, but like they were so comfy. I was well, all about it. I mean, and it's about performance, yeah. right? But yeah. Oh, please don't die, George. George just choked on her water. We're COVID safe. Um, <laughs> so I, I reckon we're going to plan, we should plan something for the Olympic coverage, yeah. especially because like no one's going to be able to be there and there's even questions of like whether an opening ceremony is going to happen at all in terms of like player so parade. iconic of the olympics though to have an opening ceremony i know but their their outfits that are they've still got the the opening ceremony kits but they don't know if they're going to be used at all because it hasn't been confirmed yet so like to have so much up in the air for the biggest sporting event in the world is is crazy intense can you imagine being like in charge of planning 
Oh, like and how um, many TBCs have you got on your to do list at the moment? Crazy. Yeah. Are you okay? Do you need water? <laughs> I just need a coffee. <laughs> okay, go, go. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of a lot of things in the air for the Olympics. But here's to hoping it can all be ticked off and safe and those things, and we'll be cheering. And the best thing about Tokyo is there's like no time difference for us. So good. So we're gonna be able to watch so everything. So good. Can watch everything. Yeah. Yeah. You. And the final headline that we wanted to talk about today was the one that probably brought us the most excitement. There has been a lot of buzz about this happening, I reckon, for years. I would almost be confident in saying that public pressure made this happen. But Space Jam 2 is happening. And King James is the star. I cannot wait. And after watching the trailer, you can tell it's a little bit different. It's not trying to be just a straight-up recreate of the MJ classic because you just couldn't touch that. It was a perfect film, in my opinion. And I agree. How did you guys feel watching the Space Jam 2 trailer this week? Obviously, I'm very excited for King James, but Zendaya? As Lola Bunny, best casting choice ever. <laughs> I, I couldn't express my happiness. I love her and I'm so excited that she's a part of this. I just like kind of gave me goosebump vibes because Space Jam still to this day, like when I watch it, I get so G'd up and I'm like, yeah. Go Looney Tunes, go MJ. And I just feel so excited that I'll get to watch this new one. Same vibes, but I'll be able to watch it for the first time. Like, you know, you want to be able to sometimes watch your best, the best movies and your favourite things for the first time again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun. So I was just, yeah, super excited. I think it's going to be amazing. And I I love LeBron, I love basketball and I love the Looney Tunes. And this, the soundtrack, they even done like a bit of a remix on that. Yeah, I, I, I know. Game. I was like, oh, oh singing okay. Singing the podcast again, sorry, Georgia. So it got me thinking, and we've been having, on our two and a half hour drive back from Newcastle today, we were starting to talk about, uh, in general, the genre of sports movies and how unbelievable they can be. So what is your favourite iconic sports film? Remember the Titans. You can't go wrong. Mic drop. Left side. Strong side. So good. One of, yeah, one of the best. And then, you know, you've got your Coach Carters and um, even 42. Like yeah. Mike. Like, like Mike. Mike. Oh, yeah, that's the one. That was my answer for the get to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Mike, you can't go wrong. Those were, those were, yeah, they're definitely my top ones, to be honest. Yeah, Remember the Titans is, I always answer that as my favourite film of all time. I've seen it more times than I can count. I could quote it from start to finish, which probably means I'm the worst person to watch it with. Um, soundtrack, cast, setting, underlying stories and themes, perfection, cannot be touched. Tick, tick, tick. Gives me goosebumps just thinking. Like when we were having those conversations about it over a few drinks last night, I was like, oh, I just love it. Even... Just back to like Mike. It's not on anything. Like you can't watch it. And I'm really? I've been so close to writing a letter to Netflix because it's not on there. It's not on Stan. Like Mike Two is on Disney Plus, I think. Like Mike Two. And I'm like, well, where's number one? And I just it hurts me. I miss it. Like Mike. Yeah, I feel like it was covered. Obviously, Remember the Titans is like pretty untouchable. But like Mike has to be up there. I love it so much. It makes me so emotional. I love sports movies. Um, I just love them. But like The Longest Yard's a good one as well. Oh, oh. The Longest Yard. Yes, Moneyball, also a better one of recent yes. times. So like, yeah, I feel like, but it's always the coach's speech. That's what everyone remembers. So that's as long as they're the best. The High School Musical. Oh, Troy. You've got 16 minutes. 
Not as one of the greatest sports movies, but as a good coach speech. Okay. Marley is rolling her eyes. At I me. love. It's a I love High School speech. Musical. I love Dance it. Is a, I love um, it. Sport two. But is that in the third one? Yeah, I think yeah. I'm too old to remember the third one that well. Like I didn't. I mean, I went to the cinemas and watched it, but I didn't watch it twenty five thousand times like I did the first one. I want to make it very clear: I'm not saying it's one of the greatest sports movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the sixteen minute speech as like. And I was pretty close to high school at that time and, like, it all being about how it's your last chance in school sport and stuff. Emotional. It's the feels. It's the feels. Troy Bolton. <laughs> a true sports icon for our generation. <laughs> Gotta get you, get you, get you, your head in the game. I've sung twice in the podcast now. Sack me. And this brings us to our ones to watch, where we give a recommendation of a Netflix show, a sporting match, or something else to tune into for the week ahead. Keely Silver. Thank you, Marley Silver. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> Keely Silver. <laughs> All right, give it a rest. My one to watch, and I think it's important for me to say that I will be plugging this sport um, whenever it comes up during the year, but it is the Unibet Premier League Darts competition um, that is going to be shown and it's on Fox Sports, but it's in the early hours of the morning. Uh, it's going to be broadcasted on um, Fox Sports, which I already checked and it will be, but it's April, it's for the rest of this week. So when this gets released, it'll be for the remaining days of the week. And then it's in a couple of weeks, April 19 to 22. But get around darts. Why do you love darts? It is so fun to watch. I haven't even gone live yet and I want to go so bad because... You get we, to yell. we plan to go for your birthday. Yeah, we went. We're supposed ago. no. We're supposed to go last, last year. year with COVID. Bloody COVID! It's always around like the ones that are in um, Australia. Always around my birthday, which is in August. Um, so I need to get there. I want to be there this year, but it's super fun. You can dress up and get really drunk, bro. We're gonna in this episode sound like that's all we do. That's not all we do, but I'm just saying it's just you get to yell 180. And they all have really cool haircuts and they're like, it's just fun. They're people who don't look like athletes as well. Yeah. And, I, and I back that. I back people they who look don't like look rock like athletes. stars. Yeah. And they're just, it's a, with mullets. And it's also impressive what they do. 100%. So I'm all about it. Get around the darts. What's your one to watch, Georgia? Um, my <laughs> <laughs> one to watch is, and I feel like I'm going to break a few hearts on the podcast right now because I've saved this conversation to have on mic. So you could all appreciate it too. Um, Space Jam 1. Haven't seen it. I'll be watching it before Space Jam 2 comes what? out. What? Look, to be completely transparent, what? I think I saw it as a small child, but not in my current memory. This oh, has completely no, thrown no, me. No, and also, no. I'm questioning our friendship. I uh, Everything is a lie. Everything <laughs> I've known about Georgia up to this point is a lie. Also, Dakota only watched it when? A week ago. Oh. Okay, yeah, if you haven't watched it, grow up okay. and then watch it. Thank you. That was my one to watch. Put a mirror at the end of your bed and wake up to yourself. Because if you haven't watched Space Jam, how is your life complete? Why? Why? I don't why? know why. I And I only have really realised since before this week, to be fair, since the hype around the new LeBron one picking up. I, look, I have very disjointed memories of MJ being in a movie as a kid and I know I've seen it as a small child. But I'm saying in my conscious memory... I really need to re-watch it before the second one comes out. Right, this is going to be the problem because you're going to watch it now and you're going to have your brain in a 
the modern era of where we watch these amazing special effects and you can't even tell, you know, and it all looks amazing in that. No, and no. The magic of having MJ and Bugs Bunny talk to each other, like – is not going to be the same. Okay. But can, we're also telling people to watch it if they haven't. So and they're going to have to how, do it anyway. How did you how, – how, how, how were you – like, I mean, yes, we love Zendaya, but – but you wouldn't even like Lola There's Bunny. There's no comparison. Like, you, you've never, you don't even know Lola Bunny. You don't even Lola know, Lola. You don't don't know, even know Lola. Lola Bunny. Feeling slightly attacked right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't believe, like, good. This has been a very well kept secret, can I say? Because you yeah. you just, the whole weekend, we talked about See, Space maybe Jam. I could make it on Big Brother. No, I'm kidding. But I just want to say, I will be able to, I, first of all, love an old school movie. Harry Potter 1, ever rewatched it? The effects in yes. that. Yes, I have. Sometimes it's on my Sunday Scaries playlist. Yeah, absolutely it is. I'm being very self-aware in saying mm. that I know I've done the wrong thing. <laughs> accountability, that's what we're that I'm taking accountability. Theme, I'm going to make up for it. Lola Bunny was a character outside of Space Jam. Yeah, well, I know, but she came to – <laughs> Yeah, okay, I get the point. I'm just saying I'm sorry for what I've done. I'm going to make up for it. I respect that and I forgive you. And you know what? We, you, we learn from adversity. We, we learn from our conflicts. We learn from our differences. Exactly. And this is just a learning And I feel like this is going to make me appreciate number two more because it'll be so fresh in my brain and sucked in, Gilly, because I get to have the great feeling of watching it for the first time. Gilly's nearly crying. It's one way to break my heart. Yeah. And bring it back. Okay. I'm and over it. My one to watch is a, a movement that I – stumbled upon in my endless TikTok scrolling in the middle of the night, as they often do. And the TikTok page is called Ugly Boys Running Club. And they're a bunch of mates in the States who like running, right? They like running, but they're not amazing athletes. They're people who appreciate (laughs) and value looking ugly when they run. And they're not about the pace. They're just about getting out there and having a crack, which is my attitude to running. I'm not a great runner. I don't have any kind of pace, but I love running because it makes me feel good. And I like looking ugly when I do it. Because if I don't look ugly, then I haven't run far enough. And they gave me a lot of joy this week and they made me laugh. And they also have like a Strava group. If you're on Strava, if you're a runner, I've joined it. I'm about the movement and I, and I want to be in their cool club, even though I'm not a boy, but I'm still ugly when I run. Back that. Respect. Yeah. yeah get, get around it. Ugly boys running club. Kelly still can't look me in the eye. I just want to make it very clear. It's going to be an awkward next 24 hours in her house. Well, that brings us to the end of a pretty rogue fifth episode of Chicks and Balls, the podcast. Thank you for sticking around. We're sorry. But also, this is who we We're really not sorry. are. And I think it's important Welcome. because I think we have these sports conversations on these kinds of days. It's when we, you know, are reflecting on the sport of the week and the, and the stuff you're just that we chilling and yeah. we're just having a and, chat. And, you know, we're, we're your mates and we're just having those chats. So maybe you even want to save this episode for, for your Sunday scary playlist. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but thanks for hanging out. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Chicks and Balls Pod. Subscribe, follow, give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening to this episode right now. Have a great week and catch you next time. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. We love you. We out.